Sit down, chill, and relax, because you're here with T.C. Mason, tuning in for another episode of Spiked Lemonade. Cheers! It's episode three of the Spike Lemonade podcast, and you're having a nice chill glass of lemonade with your girl, T.C. Mason, health and happiness strategist, where we talk about everyday experiences and everyday teens spiked with a slice of mental health. Now, last week, we talked about cancel culture and gender differences, and we just put out some facts, we put out some data, and we wanted to explore who got the harshest treatment, men or women. Now, I posted the same question to my Instagram stories, and you guys said that 50% said that men get the harshest treatment, 50% said that women get the harshest treatment. So I guess it depends on what side of the coin that you're on, but you guys agree that somebody's getting the harshest treatment, right? <laughs> okay, so moving forward, this week we're going to take it a step further, and we're going to talk about cancel culture. Are there justified cases where cancel culture actually applies? Are you ready? I hope so. The lemon has been dropped, dropped, so let's get get into into it. it. All right, all right, all right, getting right into it. But let's go, I found some interesting little tidbits to start with. So in 1991, there was a movie called New Jack City. Uh, Wesley Snipes said this particular line, this was in 1991, cancel that, boop, I'll buy another one. So started right there, cancel, all right, 1991. 2010, Lil Wayne used it in one of his songs. He said, nigga had to cancel that boop like like Nino. And Nino was one of the main characters in New Jack City. So he played it back to that. Um, And then in 2014, it seemed to appear again in Love and Hip Hop, uh, New York, where there was a scene in which there was some type of relationship debacle. And the guy said, you're canceled. So since 2014, being canceled has evolved to mean so many different things. And we want to know, like, in these meanings, is it even justified? Is cancel culture even justified? Are there cases where you could say, like, yes, they deserve to be canceled, period? Are there benefits to being canceled? Are there? So let's take a look at some popular examples and let's just put that out there and let's dialogue about it and see what we come up with. Okay. So one of my favorites is Kanye West. Now I know a lot of people are like, oh yeah, Kanye canceled. Boop, canceled. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I kind of have more compassion for Kanye, maybe because I'm a mental health therapist. I don't know. Um, I look at how he portrays himself in a different light, given the circumstances and the trauma that he's experienced, whatever. So needless to say, I'm still a fan of Kanye West, um, even though people have canceled him because uh, he made a comment on TMZ in which he said slavery is a choice. And so from that, people were like, are you insane, sir? What are you talking about? Slavery is a choice. It's called slavery. Like, it's not a... Okay. So that piece, he also further added fuel to the fire. He just added more fuel to that fire when he would be seen with a Make America Great Again. Of course, this is associated with Trump and his shenanigans, or he would have a Confederate 
flag on his clothing, things of the sort. So that piece, um, people were like, no, I, I don't want to have anything to do with him. Um, he's canceled. Um, I even recall like people when they would hear his music or they would just be like, oh, no, I can't play that because I forgot that he was canceled. Okay. So that's Kanye. You had Shania Twain. Um, she made a comment like, uh, I would have voted for Trump if if I wasn't Canadian, I would have voted for Trump, something of the sort. And so people, once she said that, now I said in a prior episode, things that are associated with Trump, please stay away from that man. Please stay away from that man. Nothing good seems to come uh, come with him. Anybody associated with him seems to go down. So if you're looking at that pattern, just stay away. So notch that. So that was Shania Twain. People were just like, oh, you're canceled because she said what she said. All right, you have Scarlett Johansson, um, who made a statement in an interview that said uh, she should be able to play any character, rather it's any race, any person, any animal, because that's what actors are supposed to do. They're supposed to act. And so people, you know, were opposed to that thinking, um, especially you know, black people have a thing about white people playing black people, period. Um, There's a long-standing history where, you know, white people would be in blackface and play parts and roles and demeaning roles. So that type of part in this day and age, people are like, if you're black, if you're a certain race, find that race and have them play that part for the most part. Okay. And so people canceled her based upon that. And then you have companies, uh, there was Gucci, who had a Gucci ad, people even call it the blackface sweater. Um, This was a black sweater. Uh, It was like a black turtleneck. It came over the nose, but then the mouth part was red. Um, And then your lips stuck out. And people were, I mean, highly upset that Gucci, Gucci would put forth such a product Um, knowing the history of how it linked to African-Americans and their ridicule about their lips, about their skin. And I'm not sure if you guys have ever seen the old uh, Bugs Bunny, uh, Bugs Bunny cartoons, but there were like, you know, there would be a person after them with a gun. I think it was like Elmer Fudge or somebody. And then it would be Bugs Bunny. And then it would be this black cartoonish figure that looked like buckwheat. And then the lips would be protruding. And it was just blatant mockery of black people. And so they felt like Gucci was insensitive. And they didn't really see how it could go through so many different channels to get to the point where it was being sold for X amount of dollars. I think it was like $350 or maybe even more. Um, It was being sold for that amount and they did not consider how it would affect people. So people were saying, okay, Gucci is canceled. Don't buy anything from Gucci. Uh, We could go on and on and on. You have uh, Nike with Colin uh, Kaepernick and people were upset that Nike, uh, a world-renowned athletic company producing all of this uh, athletic equipment, would produce something uh, encouraging Colin Kaepernick. 
okay? And people were so irate that they were burning their Nike shoes, even with their feet in it. I don't I don't even get that part, but you know, whatever suits your fancy. If you're that passionate about it that you want to burn your own feet, that's stupid. Take the shoes off. If you want to burn them, do what you're going to do, but that's stupid. Um, so people were doing that. They were burning everything that they've ever had of Nike. And Nike has been around for how long? So people were doing a lot of burning so that they canceled them because of who they thought um, they didn't think it was a good thing for Nike to support Colin during his uh, take a knee. Uh, so some people think that's disrespectful. People cancel Colin, all of that. You have Harvey Weinstein and he has a... He had a history of just the Me Too movement. That's a longstanding history. You have J.K. Rowling, who made a comment about, well, people felt like she wasn't in support of, like she was transphobic of the sort. And then they just wanted to cancel the whole Harry Potter series. And I will add that I am a Harry Potter fan. Harry Potter stand. So you will get references to Harry Potter here and there, but they wanted to cancel her and it led to her just not even being on Twitter any longer. So all of those things have played out. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We can't forget the last one. We can't forget the last one. R. Kelly. R. Kelly was canceled. Uh, his cancellation story is, is, is very unique because you know, there was issues with him with Aaliyah. There was issues with him with the tape. And that kind of subsided for a while. And then it has resurged again. Like he's had a longstanding history of inappropriate contact with uh, young ladies um, and women in general. But his cancellation story has ebbed and flowed. But it seems to have come to a head in 2019. So with all of those situations and all of those things being said, it seems like there are two justifications for a person or a company to be canceled. One is if I don't like something you said or that you did because I am, I feel like I have some type of power because I've contributed to your popularity or to your cause, then I can use my voice to tear you down. And so I'm going to cancel you and any currency that you bought to the table. Two is you have done harm to people. You have intentionally done some type of harm to a person. And so it's justified for you to be canceled because of the harm that you've done. And if you're a company, you have perpetuated a certain type of narrative that does harm to an individual or uh, exacerbates a certain image or something of the sort. And so you too deserve to be canceled. So those are the justifications. I don't like something you've done and you've done harm. That's what it seems like. It seems like those are the justifications for why a person or a situation or a company or organization should be canceled. Now, I took to Facebook and I took to Instagram to get other people's uh, thoughts and mindset on whether there were justifications for people to be canceled. And what the information that I got was one situation involved somebody putting their child in harm's way. And that was justification enough for them to cancel that person. 
Like, no, I've had a conversation with you and you've continued to do harm. The other situation uh, said, you know, like things aren't so black and white uh, as people make them out to be. Um, if a person chooses to continue to step over certain boundaries, then that's justification for that person or that individual to be canceled. Um, if it's just a light situation, then I can just choose not to be bothered with you, etc. So those are two different situations, but they both kind of support uh, what has been going on in the world, in society, in terms of I like you, I don't like you, or you've caused me harm, um, or you've caused my family harm, and so I'm not going to be bothered with you. So in terms of justification of cancel culture, which situations people are cancel culture worthy, I think we have to take the skin off of the lemon, get to the juice of the situation, and talk about how our minds work in terms of persuasion. How do our minds work in terms of persuasion? And when we talk about our minds, we create mental shortcut, mental shortcuts, um, that we just do these little mental tricks to condense information uh, to make it easier, right? And so there are various elements used to change a person's attitude or to persuade a person. And what are the things that are used? Like face-to-face -face presentation, you got interactions, you got the whole internet, you got mass media, videos, books, written, spoken communication, all that stuff. It goes on and on and on. And in getting this information, your brain has like two routes of the processing. You have the central route of processing where that's the person who is actually, you know, they acting like Scooby Dooby Doo, collecting all the facts, jinkies, <laughs> everything. They're doing all the critical thinking, processing all of the information in its entirety. So that's the central route, right? And then there's the peripheral route. And those are the people that just take the superficial cues to arrive at their decision. I'm going to repeat that again. Those are the people who take the superficial cues to arrive at their decision. Now, in our minds, we both filter back. We do both things. But sometimes, given the situation, we use more of one than the other. And I believe in this, you know, cancel culture, what makes it so black and white and so simplistic is that people are using superficial cues to arrive at their decision. So a statement about somebody's personal view and you determining whether you like or dislike, you know, that's, you know, that's a superficial thing. And, and then, and then it's that person's own personal view. Like if somebody doesn't like something, their celebrity or what have you, they voice their opinion. Okay, cool. I don't, I can say I don't like that comment and leave it at that. It doesn't mean that I have to cancel their currency. I have to cancel everything that they've ever brought to the table. I think that's the piece that takes it to the extreme. Um, so you have that piece playing a big part, just the way that our minds uh, work in terms of persuasion. And then there's another piece of just being a part of the group. Um the cancel culture is so group oriented and being a part of the group, people feel powerful and just 
evolutionary psychology takes it all the way back to being a part of the group was necessary for survival. So you were more likely to survive and succeed and your genes were able to go from generation to generation if more likely if you were with a group. So it was in essence a part of your survival and I think that has infiltrated our way of li living. Human beings are a social group of people. Uh, they like the sense of belonging in all of those things and because of this sense of belonging or belonging to a group, the uh, being ostracized or not being a part of a group is just as strong. Um, it leads to anger. It leads to depression. Um, it leads to what they call a social death. And in that social death, it, the distress is so intense for some that it has even led to death, like actual death where people have committed suicide. Um, you can find this in the increasing statistics of children in elementary schools, high schools, middle schools, college creating, I mean, not creating, but completing suicide. So all of those things like play a part, uh, the group dynamics of just wanting to belong and, and feeling powerful that, you know, this is something that I can do. I feel like I contributed to your success and you're not going to do harm or I guess use that power that I gave you. So all of those things play a part. And then also in belonging to the group, uh, when you feel like you're not a part of the group, there are certain fears that come along with that. So sometimes people comply with everything that is going on or what's being perpetuated just so they're not on the outside of the group or they don't get that fear from not belonging to the group. You know, um, there was a study, the Milgram study of 1963 um, the behavioral study of obedience, there was a situation in which a participant in the study, uh, he was having, experiencing psychological stressors. Um, he had a seizure, but did not report his stressors prior to the seizure. And he continued to comply because he did not want to appear or to be seen in a negative process. This process also plays out in cancellation culture. Like some people will agree with the masses because they don't want to be looked at in a negative light. So I'm just going to go with it, you know, or to be a part of that group. So you have all of those different things going on. And so I will close with this and I'll say this. I do feel like there are situations where you can set boundaries that you can say, okay, I may not want to participate with this individual or this situation. I don't know if you have to cancel them in their entirety as if they can't redeem themselves, as if they can't regroup. I don't think that, I think that people can regroup. I think that people can choose to do something different. And I think the criteria for that is the same that it would be if I was, you know, uh, looking at 
continuing a relationship, be it romantic, be it just a friendship, um, how I would evaluate that friendship will also be the way that I would, I would evaluate the dynamics of the particular, even, even if it's a celebrity or what have you, that's how I would evaluate it. Like, okay, I'm going to look at this person's history. So I'm not going to let the moment that they've experienced or the situation that happened define their entire life. I'm going to look at the pre behavior and I'm also going to look at the post behavior to help me to determine rather they should be at a rigid boundary. Like you stay here, you're toxic. I won't be there with you. Um, those are the things that I would use to determine, uh, you know, rather somebody can regroup from being canceled, but it's not simplistic. It's not black and white, but I do want to hear your thoughts. Um, Thank you for tuning into this other episode. I do want to hear your thoughts. Um, if you have any questions or any feedback, feel free to reach me at lemondrop at spikedlemonade.live. Okay, that's lemondrop at spikedlemonade.live. I will see you guys next time. Peace. And lemons. <laughs>